right now with this tooth. Corey, have you been to the dentist? No, I clearly just told you that it's a phobia of mine. Can to I go before they even pull it out? Just to like yes. go to the dentist? I'm getting hot thinking about it. Can I tell you about my childhood dentist? I mean, is it going to make you hot? The building was old. It smelled like old people. And it like had like these. What's wrong with old people? Has nothing. Letting it go. It had like these wooden planks in the, for the walls. And then he, you would go in the room alone with him. Hold on, I'm so sorry. This just got. Listen, me and my sister were talking about this yesterday because my sister also has the phobia. And she's like, I swear something happened to us. But anyways, so he would yank at your teeth, you guys. Yank, yank. He was so aggressive. And then the whole time he was being aggressive with your teeth, he'd be like this. <laughs> okay, so clearly you went to like a torture house. That was not the dentist. Yeah, I'm terrified. So, so I make sure you find yourself a female. Make sure it's brightly lit. Yeah. And you know, my dad made a good point. My dad was like, well, female dentists also like, have smaller hands and he was like so maybe if you get like a delicate so I did text my group of moms here and I was like ladies I need a dentist I need this dentist to be so compassionate and so understanding and I shared like my phobia so hopefully they have some good recommendations it's not funny Wendy stop laughing I just need you to make sure that one of the other recommendations is that you tell them make sure she don't have man hands. So that's true. Like I need her to be delicate. Because like, what if she's a just a lovely lady with some man hands? Then you're just out of luck. <laughs> oh my gosh! And make sure she doesn't smell like old people. Or <laughs> old people. <laughs> they got a whole smell. No, 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 no. It's not old people. They're fine. But when I think of the scent that reminds me of that traumatic experiment, experience, it was, it was old people. Uh, let's talk about something else. It is, it is, it's my, like, I'm being an adult this year. And one of my goals is to actually finally go to the dentist. So it is on my list. But how long has it been? We're not talking about it. Oh. Mm-hmm. 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 My kids go every year, though. <laughs> and that's what matters. My kids go every six months. Yeah, they go, yeah, twice Me, a year. I get it in when I put it in. Do you have an issue bringing them to the dentist? Like, do they hate the dentist? No, like, when you bring them to the, do you bring them to the dentist, or does Justin have to do it? Oh, no, they're great at the dentist because they always get a prize or a toy. So you don't mind bringing them? Like, it doesn't cause you anxiety to bring them? No, because their dentist is so sweet and so amazing. You need to ask them if they do adults that are scared. I don't. I did. I was like, did you do adult teeth? And he was like, no. I was like, man. I would really like to sit in the and their little dentist chairs. You sit back. There's TVs on the. My kids too. Yeah. I'm like, can I get that treatment? <laughs> no, I um, have a friend who cannot bring her kids to the dentist. She cannot go to the dentist. 
Um, she has to be heavily medicated before she gets to the dentist. And um, you can't say the word dentist around her without her starting to get anxiety. She can't make her own appointments, like nothing. Oh, I feel more human. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. She's like, I mean, that's not awesome for her. That's so terrible. She's like really, she's like had <laughs> terrible experiences. Terrible, terrible. Yeah. Um, so like dentists we, need to be like out of it. <laughs> you know, they, they go through a lot. They go through a lot. They have a bad rep for sure. Yeah, yeah. Hey ladies, I'm Tori and I'm Wendy. Welcome to the Fruitful Vine, where we delight in motherhood and life one honest conversation at a time. Um, so how are you doing? I'm doing good. I finally okay, so I mentioned I'm being an adult this year. Finally got my classes after not having glasses since 2020. <laughs> I had no idea you wore glasses, so that's good. Yeah. Oh, girl, I'm, I'm like blind in my left eye. Okay, like I can't see anything. So I put these on. I got three new pairs. I put them on, and I was like, "Life is in HD now." Whatever. These are the blue light ones. Um, But yeah, I freaking feel like a real adult now, and I can actually see your face. This is what I look like. You're so beautiful. Oh, you too. Did you um did you wear contacts or you didn't wear anything? No, I didn't wear anything. And that's how this eye got really, really bad. One would have it wasn't this, yeah, the, it wasn't this bad. And then it got really bad because Tori has this like great ability to just not take care of things. <laughs> and then they just get worse. But you have to understand how inconvenient appointments are like I know they're inconvenient for everyone but for me specifically being a military person I don't have anybody to watch my kids I can't bring them to any of my appointments Justin has to like see if he can possibly get work off that day and then it's like it it every appointment is just such a pain so for me like for the kids okay, that's fine. It's just me and the kids and we'll go. But for me, it's just such a pain that I always end up avoiding them, but I'm trying to get better. Yeah, same. Like, um, I'm just bad. But doctor's appointments Yeah, for myself. But that's because my kids do so many appointments that it's just like, where's the time in the day? We'll never get anything else accomplished if I got to go to the doctor too. So you're like, I'll just drink my, forget my, uh, What's that called? Your, your IV water? That's it. Liquid IV. Liquid IV oh. until I start feeling faint. Then, yeah. <laughs> like, look, so there's a problem. <laughs> How long has it been? I want to say about two, three years. <laughs> but I'm here. I'm here. I went to the doctor over Christmas break because I was having a pain in like my uterus area. And she was like, How long has it been? And I was like, Like a month. And she was like, oh, that's really long. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, oh girl, I have other pains <laughs> going on for centuries. Like a month. That's not bad at all. <laughs> How are you? Good. I am um, really, really, really good. Like just go, this, this so far, it's only January, but 2022 
started off rough, but it is getting to be such a good year. Just like lots of um, just revival and um, I love it. Like I am. Revival. I agree with you with the word revival. Great word. Yes. It's just um, so much. In what ways? Where have you seen the most revival? In my homemaking, in my homemaking, in my role, in my priorities, um, like just aligning things the way that they need to be aligned. Like, I know, I know, guys, I know. Okay. It's supposed to be your relationship with God, then your relationship with your husband, then the kids, then home. I know, I know it so much. But the kids, they loud. So we kind of like keep jumping to the top. And not only loud, but they got They're me. demanding. What? They what? need a lot. They need so much. You but, know what? You can't. Justin and I have been talking about this because my youngest will be six this year. Like Justin and I really feel like we have graduated to this hey, part of parenthood. That's like you. Ah, yeah. So when I think about people with younger kids, there's, I love families. So beautiful. Like I love, this isn't anything against having babies, but having more babies for Tori is not in the cards. Cause I could, you could not pay me to go back. Even though like the newborn stage is my favorite stage, but you can't, you can't pay me to go back to like that that life you just can't they're so demanding the younger they are the more demanding they are. and they're demanding as they get older too but it's different because you're like oh you're a human like <laughs> like I still have now I have to like help you with all these soul things but I don't know it's just different you can't like we'll get into that that's why I'm sleeping till like 8 30 every morning now and I'm just thriving <laughs> You know, I, um, I always like say that, like, when God closes that door for me and Sam, I just want it to be like closed, like known, like there's no, like, oh, we got to do this. Cause it's too like, no, just like this peace, this understanding that we are done. And now let, now we're on to this new stage, just new thing. Like just that peace is my like go-to and we haven't and gotten have, it yet so here we yeah, are no, babies they just I keep know. coming <laughs> yeah but that's a good way to measure it I had a mama ask me that like how did you know that you were done having kids and I was like first of all it was like Justin and I were on one accord like yes, there was never any that is so important it. yeah there was never any confusion about it and then like you said there was just this peace like yeah, like I did the thing. This is who I'm supposed to bring in the, <laughs> into earth and I'm done. So yeah, peace and one, on one accordance is 100%. Important. Like, like, okay, keep going. I keep, I keep, uh, no, cutting on, girl. Um, but yes, so, um, there has been this like revival in my understanding of the importance of priorities. Um, because guys, they just words until you put them into action. So yes, I talk about it. I understand it. I, I feel you. Okay. I am there. Like I get it, but I didn't get it until I got it. So um, filling yourself 
up with God, with the word, with um, just that has like literally overflowed into my marriage, overflowed into my parenting, overflowed into how I carry my home. It is, it is, it has been such a restoration of my life and my soul and my heart. And, um, I, it, it is not forced. And that is what, um, wait, it's not what you forced. Okay. Forced. And that is what's most, that is what's so beautiful about it. Um, rather than rather, you know, that like my goal for last year was to fall in love with God more. Like that was my goal. Um, my goal for this year was to delight in the Lord. And mm-hmm. so, so uh, just finding joy and like, I want to be in his presence, you know, not like I got to be forced to be in his presence. And, well, and not even, not even that you want to be in his presence, but that like, it's more so like he's in our presence yeah. always. Yes. Like yes. all we have to do is like, Hey, Hey Connect. God. You know? Yeah. 100%. Um, um, and for it to be January 22nd and for me to be like, guys, I'm like, just, I'm, I'm having a blast. I'm just in love. I'm just like praying in the shower, singing hymns, like just worshiping all the time. And f- like, I was, I was kind of want to tell my friends yesterday because I was going through a difficult thing. I had to write something and it wasn't coming together. And I'm crying, like literally crying because writing sucks for me. Okay. I'm not you, Tori. Writing just drives me. Oh, so oh, I don't think my writing is good. I just write and I'm like, people will read it. This is what I got. Welcome. And that, my friends, is journey. Okay, that is journey. <laughs> Take me as I am. Um, but yeah, so I'm sitting there, and that is her. That is her. So I'm sitting there, and I'm crying. And um, you know what my instinct is? I just jump into prayer, and I know, I know that that doesn't seem like a big deal, but. I usually, there's a step that was skipped, but usually I think to myself, all right, what should I do so I can feel better? What should I do so I can feel better? Okay, let me pray and see if that helps. Like there's that, that thought process goes through my head before I actually pray, but there was no thought process. It was just like, I need you, God. Like I just went right into it. And I was just like, you guys, I found my delight in him. Like I went searching for him and like I am becoming like I want to be like okay I don't know if Michelle does it is who she says she is I mean fruit okay fruit but that's not the point that's a whole nother story but I want to be her for real you know what I mean how she claims to be like just in love with God just constantly searching for God just like God pours out of her like I want to be that for real and I want to be somebody who just loves God. I don't know. And just like delights in him. And so I am beginning to see that fruit in my marriage, in my parenting, in my home. 
And then in my business way at the bottom, and I thought that I had to give more to my business for God to show up in it, but I just got to show up in my life and it will pour into my business. Oh my God. So the womanhood, one of our assignments was to listen to the sermon by Christine Kane. And in it, she talks about like, some of you are so tired because you're hustling so hard, trying to be somebody that you were never meant to be. Mm. This is why I'm, I'm just against hustle culture so much. Um, and she said that when you are living out your purpose, mm. there, God gives you a certain grace for your race and you get to rest in his sovereignty. Mm. And that is what you're doing, Wendy. You are in this place where it's no more Wendy has to get it done. Wendy, Wendy, Wendy. You are just showing up. You are just delighting in him and you're letting him take the lead. And it's so beautiful to see and to witness. And it reminds me of my favorite Bible verse, which is Psalms 27. And David says like, one thing, the one thing I want for it is to dwell in your house. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, chills. It's, it's so intimate. It's yes. so wherever I am, I want to gaze upon your beauty. I, my first blog was actually called gazing in a garden from Psalms 27. Mm-hmm. Cause when I picture me and Jesus, it's him and I in a field and I'm just dwelling in him. And so your words just brought that scripture up out of me because that's what you're doing. And you're not, you're not striving. It's not about you. It's not about your business. It's about the purpose behind all of it, that you're just really the vessel. You're just the vessel to get it all yes. out. But, uh, and like my constant prayer is more of you and less of me, like take away anything in me that is just me. Let it all be you. Let you shine. Um, put me to the back burner. My wants, my goals, my desire, put it to the back burner. Let it be your wants and your goals and um, just squash or reveal anything in me that is a selfish desire of my heart and just let it all be you. And so um, I 100% agree. Like, that's beautiful. I love Psalms 27. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's my favorite. Um, Yeah, I just... Yeah. And it's really hard, right? Being an entrepreneur. And, um, but one thing, like I always hear business people like, you got to scale up, you got to scale up. And I'm like, no, I want the women in the womanhood, my business to be who they're supposed to be. I am not trying to make the womanhood, this massive billion dollar company. Stop telling me I have to scale up. What if I just have to be where God wants me to be? Whether the plat, oh, that's another thing. In her sermon, she says, we confuse visibility with um, importance. Like, just because there's more eyes on someone doesn't mean, oh, significance, doesn't mean they're more significant than the work you're, you're doing. Whether you have five people or five billion people, mm-hmm. like, don't confuse visibility um, with, with significance. Oh, that's just such a word yep. for all mamas trying to. I think that one of the most important work is the work that mamas do. Like you guys. And no one sees that. And I keep exactly. saying that. That's it. I keep saying that. And God, I keep saying that like, that is why 
my business came into became last place because I realized that my 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 purpose, like my God put me on this earth, is to be His daughter. Numero uno, that's number one. Be His daughter. Number two, um, Sam's wife. Number three, these kids' parents, and then and then my business. Um, mm. But so. I need to live my life accordingly. You know what I mean? Like I need to, when I am faithful to my home, all else falls into, all else falls into place. Like all else falls into place. I mean, I've got, when my family is um, happy and filled or even not happy and filled, but I'm present, um, it, it resonates, it shows in, in all that I do. Um, I think that, because it's not the flashy thing, we tend to put it on the back burner. And like you said, um, or like she said, that's just not where you're going to find fulfillment in trying to get bigger and trying to grow and trying to be seen. If in trying to be like, you know what, I'm a mom, but I'm a lawyer, you know, there's nothing wrong with being a lawyer, but understand that it's not a competition. Like you don't need more visibility. You really don't because them kids, that's the future. That's the future right there. I also, I also think I just want to play devil's advocate here. I also think it's okay (laughs) for women to not find their full purpose in motherhood. I was just sharing with my ladies that I, it was never my plan to be a stay at home mom. Um, but for 10 years in my 20s, I was raising what Journey was four, Titus was two, Tail was a newborn. And that was my whole, that was a whole decade of my life that no one saw. Not what I wanted, but literally the best decade, because that's when God poured everything into me and taught me and showed me so much. But that's not what I, I never was like, that's my purpose, you know? Um, so do I find purpose in raising my kids? Absolutely. Uh, do I find purpose in being a wife? Absolutely. Um, but I, I don't feel bad if you're like, yeah, but there's also another layer of me that I want to discover. Um, or I, you know, if you are a lawyer, that's great. Um, I don't know. I, I think I don't know. I just want to give that. I just want to throw that opinion on the table for women who who aren't who have done the motherhood thing and love the motherhood thing. um, But it's not all fulfilling because I don't. Even if it is, even if motherhood is your purpose, I don't think. It's your only purpose at times. I don't know if that makes sense or if I'm wording that right. Judging by your face, I know. It's not that that I don't think that you're wording it right. Oh my goodness, no. It's not that I don't think that you're wording it right. I just think your ultimate purpose is to honor God with all that you do. Absolutely. I think that that is your ultimate purpose. And whether it is motherhood, whether it is um, 
um, in the workforce, whatever it is, your ultimate purpose should be to honor God in all that you do. And the only way that you're going to find purpose and fulfillment is through a relationship with him. I don't, I think that um, whenever you try to find purpose and fulfillment through motherhood or through your business or through your, um, your, I don't know, going traveling or whatever it is, it's empty. Money. Yes. It's empty. Yes. It's empty. yes. That's it's what I want to say. Even, yeah. Even when it comes to motherhood, because I actually think opposite. I think that we live in a culture that glorifies motherhood, honestly. Um, oh, so I don't think that's true. Oh, oh, I think I think that you I think that it's going to follow on Instagram, but that's not true. No, 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 not a culture. Okay, so the culture is all has always judged women as far as staying in the house or working. Yeah, yeah. But mommy culture, mommy culture is a culture where motherhood is glorified, and even the men in our lives. I think, I think most men love mothers too. Like I think that. Out, I think that it's looked at as a second, as second class citizens or less than. I think that it's looked at as, um, you know, I'm a mom, but I'm yeah. a nurse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think motherhood as an occupation, yes, yes. it's looked at. Yes. But motherhood, I think everybody loves their mama. I think everybody understands how hard it is to be a mama. Um, but I, yeah, I think mommy culture or mommy blogging culture, I think that it's glorified in, in those circles. And so to your point, even motherhood is not like your purpose is to delight in God. So even motherhood or wifehood, I went to a college that glorified wifehood as if it was the pinnacle of a woman's life. And it's like, you're, 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 you're walking on thin ice. Your purpose is to delight in God always, just like you said. And we can't glorify our occupations, our titles, our relationships. Don't idolize any of that. I 100% agree. I think that if, I think if you, if your focus is on him, everything else will fall into place. Everything else will fall into place, yeah. whether it is motherhood, whether it is wifehood, whether it is being in the workforce, whether it is um, just taking care of your parents, okay? Whatever the situation is, whether it is just living and being a, um, and being a woman in the world, um, whether, whether it is hospitality, opening up your home and serving your community, whatever the situation is, I think when you are honoring God and drawing pointing to him, like, look at me, look at him, um, that um, you are living in your purpose. You are living in your purpose. Um, And I think that anything, and I say this to my children, anything can become an idol because we were made to glorify. And so be very cognizant of because I've idolized family and motherhood and wifehood. I've idolized that. Um, so just be very careful to um, be cognizant of what is priority. And um, yeah, and I think that it's, it's, a, it's a sanctification process because when you think you've got it, 
that shows you something that did you realize? <laughs> That's what I was just telling my womanhood ladies. I was like, we never arrived, you guys. Like, if you think you've been through one dark season and that's all you're going to get and you know everything, sit Welcome down. to the jungle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's awesome, though. I'm happy you're feeling uh, uh, revived and, and full and good. That's yeah. And don't, don't think it's an easy thing. It's really not. It's really not easy to focus on the plank in your own eye. It's nice. Yeah. People confuse like just because something's like hard doesn't mean it's not good, right? People confuse that all the time. Yep. Work is good, y'all. Work is good. Um, so how are you doing? How is your year starting? It's January. How are we starting? How how are we doing? So we started with COVID, but we knocked knocked COVID in the butt like champs. Like we were great guys. And then um, it's been, what is the word? It's been, like I kind of spoke on this, how Justin and I just feel like we're in this new phase of our lives. Mm. I don't know what it's called, right? You have like the new parent phase and then you have like the empty nesters. We're just in this like, beautiful in between where it feels like um it's not restoring I don't know it it feels brand new almost it feels like a whole brand new life and brand new outlook on life um for a decade both Justin and I were go, 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 hustle, 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 do your best, show up. Um, and now it's kind of like that whole God gives you grace for your race because we're re- I, I'm resting in his sovereignty. And I have been liberated. That's the word. Liberated from every wrong thinking that I had in my 20s. Mm. Um I am just resting. I am finally realizing that it is not me versus time. It is not my job to make the most out of every hour. It is not like my job to grind. Nowhere in the Bible does it say, and thou shalt grind so hard every day. Yes, we work. Yes, we diligently work. Yes, anything our hands find to do, we do it faithfully and purposefully. But that does not mean being a martyr and like running myself like thin. That doesn't mean acting like I'm a machine. Like I did that for a decade and I don't really know what it gave me besides like, I've always had a good, like, I think my dad gave me a good work ethic. I don't know. So I'm learning that, hey, you can homeschool and you can be a wife and you can run the womanhood in the most restful peace of mind like there's no hustle there's no anxiety there's no if I don't get it done what's going to happen like when 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 you're where you're supposed to be um you're resting in his sovereignty again not to say that that means easiness it means that there's a peace that kind of comes with it And so 
we're just liberated. We feel like brand new people. And so much of that has to go with um, the dark season that we were given. And I never thought I would have said this, but that dark season, I'm so appreciative of it. I'm so happy it happened because I would not be the human I am today. I would not be, God refined me so much um, in that season. And I'm so much better for it. I'm a more compassionate person. Um, I'm a more giving person. I'm a less serious person. I enjoy my time here. Like, you guys, life is hard. <laughs> like, it's okay to, to delight in God, to delight, like Ecclesiastes says, to, to drink and be married and eat with the ones you love. Like, I'm just liberated from a lot and it feels, it feels brand new. I feel like a whole new person and I'm so excited for the next decade. That is a beautiful discovery. That is a beautiful thing. And, um, that is. I idolize time, Wendy. I idolize time. Mm. And the hilarious part is we've got no control over it. Yeah. You got no and control like, over it. You have no control over it. So what are you doing? Mm. And why are you like looking? And that's probably why I hate appointments now. Cause I'm like, oh, you want me to be somewhere at 930? Like, no. <laughs> but um yeah, I idolize time and I feel so liberated from it. Um yeah. Yep, he brings liberation. And I love that. And the trials, we are constantly running from trials and trials suck, but they are also an opportunity for sanctification, an opportunity for growth, an opportunity for equipment, because during them trials, you get, you get hard, like you get muscles, you get strong. And um, sometimes, sometimes y'all. You go through trials to help others out. Sometimes oh, it ain't about you, you know? So, um, is it ever I love about that. us? Girl, that's, 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 <laughs> that's the okie doke. That did is you, the, whoo, whoo, gotcha. It wasn't about you. <laughs> did you, did you see? Yeah. Like even the, the muscle and the character that came out of that trial I see how God is even using it in my parenting with Earl. He's like, okay, Tori, now these kids, <laughs> they're going to need a lot of compassion. Mm-hmm. They're going to need a lot of understanding. They're going to need to know that they can come to their mom and she's going to accept them and understand and work with them. They're going to need to see even the fact that we went through that dark time as a family, That's the beautiful. fact that my children now know, yeah, yeah, yeah. None of this is easy, but we're going to get through it together. And they like, saw you walk through it. So do you know how much more equipped they are compared to those, yeah. compared to you when you went through it? Like your kids, yeah. if they are to ever walk through a trial like that, guess what they have? They got like, they got like real life experience to go off of. You know what I mean? Yeah. God, yeah. God is so good. <laughs> And, and like, and think about all the, oh, now I'm going to cry. Think about 
all the aches and pains that it's not going to save them from, but it's, but they're going to be able to walk through it with different eyes. Um, And yeah, did you see that? um, The meme that was like, it, it wasn't a meme. I keep saying that it was this girl. She's a writer on Instagram and she was like, all you uh, Christian creators worrying about the algorithm and how to get past the algorithm. She was like, that's not even the point. I think about that all the time when I'm like, it's not about me. Like, again, going back to the beginning of this conversation, whether I'm growing my audience or not, there's significance in this work. Um, and and then you also yeah, got to think, yeah. what about the one, Tori? Is not the one worth it? Just the one person? Right. Is, is she not right. worth it? Like, even if it's just for her, she's worth it. You know, like, let's walk the walk. Let's walk the walk. You know, uh, my friend Des runs the Bible study for the womanhood. She shows up every day and she's, she always says, like, whether one person shows up or, or all 104 ladies, she's like, my purpose is to be here every every day, Tori? Monday, regardless. Oh, Monday. I mean, like, every day, Monday. seven days a week. You don't give them a day off. My goodness, what kind of sweat factory you living on? <laughs> She's like, my calling is to be here every single Monday for the mm-hmm. one girl who needs it. Mm-hmm. And so that's like what you said. She's worth it. She's worth, worth it. it. She's worth it because we, you know, we don't work for the accolades. And when you let go of that, when you change that perspective, well, even if, even if you just, and I say that in just, even if you're just showing up for your kids, even if you're just showing up for the neighbor across the street, even if you're just showing up for the people in your life where you are at, that is worth it. They are worth it. The soul that you impact, the doors that you open. I'm reading Rosario Butterfield's um, book, The Gospel Comes with a House Key. The Gospel Comes with a House Key. Yeah, yes. And I am, that concept, you don't need a family to do that okay you could be a single lady you know you might want to maybe get some like a, like a, a guy that you trust to come you know but that's not the point the point is you could be single and still open up your home and still serve your community and still be a blessing to the people that are in your life where you are at that's I what i'm saying like it's not about her. the title it's not not about the title it's about the running it's about the it's about how you choose to show up in this world. And yes. when I read her book last year, it it was I think in my top five favorites because it was amazing. Um, Girl, you need to listen to the audio book because she sings. That's what I that's what I did. That's what I did. I didn't read it physically. I didn't have glasses. Yeah, 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 yeah. And not only that, but her whole story, like. Her LGBT, her 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 Background. testimony yeah. of the LGBTQ community, and just so human, so simple, doesn't complicate. Like you just show up and you be the hands and feet of Jesus. And mm-hmm. oh, it it and, and she even is um, that biblically was the very thing that got her. 
exactly and she is biblically that solid got her out of yeah yeah she is biblically solid and biblically sound too okay she is not yeah. just one of those flowery people talking out her butt or interpreting things or making things up that the bible does not say that's not true and her love for people yeah. that's god that is god so yeah what Tori is saying is yeah very and, true. and that's that's the kind of love that her love for people is the only kind you only get that again by going through you, you can't love you can't love the lowest unless you've been low and and um I mean you can man that's but yeah, not it's not the same it's not, not Christ-like not I, I no I remember my sister said to me she was like what if you're going through all this just to be more like Christ I remember that I, was like, I remember that you told me that when she said it do you remember that yeah, yeah. that shook me that shook me and I think about I think about her journey like dang oh it's just all so cool so oh, cool definitely so cool. if you have it I'm, I'm gonna read her her other book too this year um but um if you haven't read the gospel comes with a house key definitely read that that's some that's top five for me the gospel comes with a house key even exile um that's number one if you are a woman you need to read that book you need to read even exile mm -hmm. girl that is a good book um um obsessed but i love that the focus is on um the heart the heart rather than on the title love that and the evolution that's come from that it's a beautiful thing yeah mm -hmm. indeed should we say bye because we didn't say hello so <laughs> <laughs> okay let's close out um well wendy that was a beautiful like catch up it really conversation. was. It was so deep was for like so six o'clock in the morning. <gasps> okay, the sun's up. I have to go play in the snow. She's going to the snow, yeah. And that's why I was shocked when she said that when she thinks of Jesus, she thinks about him in flowers. I was like, not in the snow. Okay. You know what? That's very interesting. I one hundred percent thought it would be like person. dead trees with snow on top of it, and here's Jesus walking through the trees, and here's you. Like that is exactly what. I, when you I said flowers, I was like, "That's spring. It's hot. What you doing there, Tori?" I didn't say flowers. I didn't say flowers. I said green fields. <laughs> oh, I assumed I it was spring. It wasn't spring. I mean, what is it? It's summer. It's just green fields. I actually never pictured flowers. Isn't that weird? So if there's no flowers, what season is it? It's definitely not winter or fall. I if it's green. I not analyze how I pictured <laughs> me. I just, you're asking for way too much. And before we go down another rabbit hole, we love you guys and we will see you next week. <laughs> Ladies, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. We pray that you remember to lean into the one true vine while you are busy being the fruitful vine. Until next time. Bye. bye.
Why is that the first time that we actually did it at the same time? <laughs>